live from Buffalo Wild Wings. Wilson stands up straight. Now he leans towards the line, gets the snap. Raiders bring a blitz. He takes up off the middle, and he's wrapped up from behind. Guess who? Max Crosby with the sack as he races over to the far sideline. His eighth sack of the season. This is Unnecessary Roughness. Devontae Adams slot right. Matt Collins there as well. First and 10 on the Broncos, 35. Carr, play action again. Looking downfield, lofts it near corner. Adams wide open at the five. He walks in, and the Raiders walk off with the win. Touchdown, Devontae Adams, to win it here in Denver. Here's your boy Q. Here we are. Buffalo Wild Wings this is a spot. 65 East Horizon Ridge Parkway, Henderson. Come on by, hang out with us. Get your weekend kicked off the right way. Having a lot of fun here. You never know what's going to happen or who's going to stop by when we're uh, on location. We might just run into a baseball team and start talking to them. <laughs> so it happens. Danny, great job in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio for navigating through uh, that last hour. I know it's a little hectic, but, uh, hey, that's what we do, right? We just kind of uh, do everything on the fly. But, uh, yeah, Danny's doing a fantastic job in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, making sure everything goes and we stay as close to on time as possible. <laughs> I kind of messed up the clock a little bit. <laughs> that's on me. That's one of those that you, you pound your chest and say, my bad, coach. My bad. That was, that was on me. But uh, we'll get everything taken care of moving forward. We do want to hear from you at 702-365-9200. Also hit us up at 69187, keyword r That's our text line. What are you going to be looking for? What, what, what do you want to see from the Raiders on Sunday versus Seattle? And what are you most concerned about when it comes to the Seattle Seahawks? We, again, want to hear from you at 702-365-9200-69187, keyword R&R. Coming up at 3.30, Faven K from Fox 5. She'll join the show uh, to talk about just the Raiders in general, what she's seeing from the team, what she wants to see from the team, and uh, also talk to us about the Power Red. And uh, that's coming up at 3.30, but I uh, got a bunch of texts and calls that we'll get to. I do want you to hear from head coach Josh McDaniels. Uh, he met with the media not only today, but also on Wednesday, and so there's a bunch of sound that I wanted to get to uh, talking about the Seattle Seahawks, as today is the day we really uh, hunker down and, and focus in on the next team up. Of course, that is Seattle. So uh, off top, here's Josh McDaniels, his opening statement. This is actually from Wednesday. Just his opening statement about the Seattle Seahawks. So we're into uh, Seattle. Had an opportunity just quickly, uh, you know, review a few things from the from the Denver game this morning with the guys uh, since we gave them Monday, uh, you know, off, and um, you know now we're deep into the preparation for the Seahawks. Um, it's a good football team, um, you know, and Pete and John have always uh, been able to uh, bring in young players and and develop them quickly, put them in there, and. Uh, they've, they've played more young players than any team in the league this year, uh, and they're all making an impact. You know, the tackles, the back, the corners, and the secondary. So, um, you know, some new faces for us. We don't know this team very well, so our team is hard at work uh, in terms of learning the personnel, the scheme, uh, the challenges that they present in all three phases. Um, and then obviously, you know, going up there and playing uh, in Seattle is um, – it's always, uh, in, in, you know, a different atmosphere, um, very challenging place to play. So um, a lot of hard work ahead of us here. There's Coach McDaniels talking about Seattle and, uh, you know, just a tough place to play. It is a very tough place to, to play, and uh, the Raiders are going to find that out on Sunday. It's The weather's is expected to be rainy and uh, not so nice, so it's probably going to be a lot of the run game. Will that be Josh Jacobs? Will that be Samir White? Will that be Britton Brown, Brandon Bolden? Who's going to be out there 
doing the heavy lifting when it comes to running. Uh, also, here's head coach Joshua Daniels just talking about the personnel that Seattle has because they have some big play playmaking ability people, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and more. They have some tight ends as well. So here's Joshua Daniels just talking about Seattle's personnel. Every time I've had a chance to compete against Coach Carroll's teams, um, you know, they, they always, you know, number one, they play really hard. Number two, they always have personnel that fits their system and their scheme almost perfectly. Um, I mean, going back years. I mean, I've, I've competed against them a number of times. So um, they do a great job of putting players on the team that fit what they want to do. Um, and so when they change from people that, you know, everybody knows to somebody else that maybe isn't as well known, uh, I don't think they look at it like, oh, man, we're going to take two steps back. I think they've done a good job of evaluating the players they're putting on the roster, and those players are ready to take over uh, when it's their time. And so um, I, I see that again. You know, I see that again. And um, can't say enough about what they, you know, what Gino has been able to do. Um, I've competed against him a number of times too, and um, I think he's having a fantastic year. Um, great decisions, accurate with the ball, uh, completed, you know, higher percentage than anybody in the in the league, um, and he's got good players to distribute it to, and just looks such in such comfort, knows where he's going with the football all the time, running their offense very well, um, you know, and their defense, you know, is typical Pete's defense, you know, and after the ball in every play, um, do a great job of trying to get it off you, um, you know, ball security is going to be paramount again this week. Uh, but their style, the way they play, how aggressive they are, um, it's, it's really, honestly, it's been the same. You know, every time I've watched them and gotten ready to, to compete against them, it, it looks like the same thing. Head coach Josh McDaniels just talking about Seattle's personnel, and I think that that's something that is so underrated is how good of a coach Pete Carroll really is. He is a really good coach. I mean, he, from what he was able to do, when he went to college, when he was at USC, and then coming back and, and being in Seattle, he's just done an outstanding job. He is a really good head coach, and Seattle always has a way of knowing what they want. And what I mean by that is, Josh McDaniels alluded to it there, is the, the type of player that they're looking for. You know, like we talk about the Raiders in their draft and their inability to draft consistently really good players. It seems like the Raiders, they, they draft guys and say, okay, that's a really good player. Let's get that guy. They don't really have a mold, right? They don't have, like if I said, what is a Raider? What does a Raider look like? I don't think that there's a, and, and we won't know. It's a new, a new staff now. And maybe moving forward, maybe we'll find out what a Raider is to Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly, you know, what an ideal player on their team looks like. But it felt like, you know, with the, pre, the previous staff, that they didn't have, they didn't have like a certain type of player that they're looking for. Like you can almost see a Baltimore Raven, right? You almost know what a Raven looks like, right? They're big, they're strong. You know, the offensive lineman, you can always kind of see what a, a a Raven linebacker looks like. An offensive lineman, linebacker, all those guys. You really kind of you can you can get that idea. Seattle does the same thing. I would love to have a, a point where we're you know we're f covering this and we're following what Dave Ziegler does so well that we know, okay, that's a player that, yeah, that's a guy that Dave Ziegler would go after because that, that's, what, that's what his type of player looks like. But that's what Seattle does. They do that really, really good. Uh, also, mentioned the elements, right? I mentioned the fact that it's going to be rainy. It's going to be cold, right? It's, gonna be, uh, it's not going to be the easiest out for anyone heading into Seattle. But, of course, the Raiders are doing it on Sunday. So here's Josh McDaniels on how they're trying to prepare for the elements. The noise will be the – 
the same as we've done, I'd say, with Kansas City and a handful of other places, Denver, where we've, you know, we've had cer- certainly loud music or the airplane runway, you know, no, where you can't hear anything out there, you know, when we're on offense or in the kicking units. Uh, so we'll simulate that same thing, um, you know. And, and when you're going from a climate like this, this is my first time doing this. So this is a, a unique experience where we really haven't had, you know, any wet weather days. And so you're going to potentially play in it. So we'll simulate that as well, you know. I mean, whether that's, you know, ball handling, quarterback center exchanges, uh, the snapping to the to the specialist, those kind of things, throwing and catching the ball, you know, with a little moisture on it, wet ball, whatever it is. Uh, the best we can. I mean, we're not going to have the sprinkler system on when we're practicing, but, you know, we're, we'll do as much as we can to try to simulate some of the things that I think our guys don't have as much uh, repetition at. Um, look, that's the best we can do right now unless we go try to find a rainy place and go spend the week there. So, um, you know, uh, we're, we're going to do everything we can do to prepare for that. And then I basically doubled down and said, okay, you know, with all that being said about the elements and all that being said about playing in Seattle, you know, why is it so difficult to play in Seattle? The noise and the weather. Well, and I would say this, the team, the team. I mean, that's, 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 you know, people say, you know, why was it hard to play against some of the great teams in the seventies, eighties, because they're pretty good. You know what I mean? And um, I think every time that I've been there, um, you know, with Pete and uh, even before then, I mean, this has been so well coached, good player, really good players, um, combine that with the atmosphere that you're going to play in, which is, is as noisy as any state. I'd say that in Kansas City, probably as noisy as, as you get. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, whatever the weather is, the weather is. You know, we can't control that. But I think the team, you know, the team, the way they're coached, how well they're coached, uh, how well they perform and do their jobs, you know, and then combine that with the noise level that makes, you know, communication tougher, you know. So um, that's really what I attribute it to. So there's head coach Josh McDaniels talking, just elaborating a little bit more on why it's so difficult to play in Seattle. And, of course, the team has a lot to do with it. Again, you're listening to Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. My man Dan's in the Finley Cattle Performance Studio. I'm here at Buffalo Wild Wings, 65 East Horizon Ridge Parkway in Henderson. Come on by, hang out with us. When we come back, going to hear about the challenges facing D.K. Metcalf, talk about Josh Jacobs a little bit more, Foster Morrow's role, along with Darren Waller when he returns. Uh, those sound bites plus Denzel Perryman from the Raiders locker room yesterday as we hit myself and Vinny Bonsignor had a quick minute to catch up with him. All that is on the way. It's coming up next here on Raider Nation Radio 920. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. We're here at Buffalo Wild Wings, 65 East Horizon Ridge Parkway. Henderson, come on by, hang out with us. Demi and Jason are in the building, hanging out with us. You could be hanging out as well. Get your weekend kicked off the right way. It is Black Friday. There's plenty of great sports, great action on all the TV screens here inside Buffalo Wild Wings. We're listening to some sounds from head coach Josh McDaniels. Want to continue with that. Then we got Fabian K coming up from Fox 5 at 3.30. Uh, this one's on the challenges of facing DK Metcalf. We know he's big. We know he's fast. We know he's strong. He is, a, he is an animal, right? He's going to be one of those guys trying to make big plays across from Tyler Lockett, who I know is not the same size as DK, but, man, he can, he can, he can make the big plays as well. But here's uh, Coach McDaniels talking about the challenges facing DK Metcalf. There's a lot of them. Um, you know, I mean – he catches the ball when you're on him, you know, and so he, I think he's like the top of the league in terms of being able to uh, contested catches. 
So even if you have tight coverage, it doesn't really mean that you've stopped the ball from being thrown to him for sure. And it doesn't mean that you've stopped the ball from being completed. So that's one. Uh, two, uh, getting him on the ground once he has the ball is an entirely different conversation. Um, this, is, this is as good of an athlete um, and as tough of a football player to get to the ground as, as you know, as you're going to see generally. Um, there might be a couple other guys in that category, but I mean, he's, he's big, he's fast, he's strong, uh, he's tough, he's physical. So getting him to the ground once he has it is, you know, is going to be a, a task and we're going to need, you know, as many guys to the ball chasing the ball as we can. Um, you know, and then just, I'd say his overall ability to, to, to really run, you know, and get by everybody. Um, you got to be careful. You don't underestimate, you know, even if you're back there, I mean, he can, he can close ground in a hurry. Uh, one of the fastest guys in the league, no question. And so, um, you know, knowing where he's at, knowing how to play him, um, and, and understand that he's going to have the ball at some point, you know, it's not like we're going to stop the ball from being given to him or thrown to him. So, um, Everybody's got to do a good job of playing the play all the way to its entirety and, and trying to try to limit the production as much as we can. I'll tell you right now, I hope Nate Hobbs plays on Sunday. And even if he does, that's going to be a heck of a challenge right there, trying to slow down DK Metcalf because that dude is just a monster, an absolute monster. And you know that he's going to, he's going to get his hands on the ball somehow. It's just what is he going to do with it and how big of a play could it potentially be. But that guy has big play ability written all over him. I mean, he's just that stinking good so he's going to be a big time challenge for whoever is trying to slow him down in that Raider secondary that's going to be a huge test for the secondary Rock's going to have his hands full uh, Sam Webb's going to have his hands full Nate's going to have his hands full I mean everyone Jerron Harmon on the back end Trayvon Merrick right <laughs> if he's going to pick a day to have a good day it's going to need to be Sunday right I mean because he's struggled this season he needs to he needs to either figure it out or, or, or something but uh, figuring it out would be a good good answer for this game against uh, going up against DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. For that, I don't want to leave Tyler out of that conversation because he's a heck of a player. And of course, uh, they have multiple tight ends, including Noah Fant. Now, I did want you to hear a couple of different sounds from head coach Josh McDaniels about some Raiders, including Josh Jacobs. And it was so funny when he was asked this question. I think Adam Hill was the one who asked him the question, but he almost got this big smile on his face, like I just don't want to take Josh Jacobs out of the game. Well, now we know that he's Jacobs is, uh, you know, limited at practice today with the calf injury. So we'll see uh, what happens, you know, what it looks like when he's out there, if he's out there on Sundays, he's questionable for the game. But uh, here's, here's head coach Josh Daniels talking about Josh Jacobs and kind of the running back allocations. There certainly obviously could benefit from, from action in the games. Um, it's just that, you know, I'm picking my poison. You know what I mean? And I'm having a hard time going away from the guy with the hot hand. So, um, you know, it is, it is what it is. I'm very happy with the guys behind. You know, they're, they're working really hard. And they, they, again, that's kind of the nature of the position, you know, honestly. And, uh, you know, Seattle's really much the same, you know, with Kenneth. I mean, he's getting the lion's share of the carry now that Penny's out. And um, it is what it is. Uh, you know, running backs kind of, you know, if you got a guy that's pretty special, you know, you you let him play and let him do his thing, and uh, when he needs a break, you know, he takes a break. And, again, the J.J. wasn't in there the whole time. You know what I mean? Amir's in there plenty, and, you know, it's like I said, there's some some of that too. But um, I just, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit, uh, like I said, not hesitant, but I'm just, you know, I, I'm so happy with what he's doing. Um, and I think he's in such a good rhythm right now that just, you know, let's ride it. And we'll see when he when he needs a break, he'll let us know. So there you go right there. I mean, again, you can almost hear 
Josh McDaniels almost laughing when he's talking about getting another running back in there like a Zamir White or a Britton Brown and, you know, hey, it'd be great if they got some burn, but it's great with what Josh Jacobs is doing right now. And now obviously he's stuck with the situation where he's limited. Who knows what, what it's going to look like come Sunday uh, with Josh Jacobs. But it, w- it would be good for the Raiders to have Jacobs out there as much as possible. Now, uh, this was a good question that was asked, I believe, today about Foster Morrow and the role that he's played all year. Obviously, Darren Waller's out, and I think Vinny asked the question about what it will look like when Waller returns, and obviously uh, that's a that's an if and, and, and a win, is you know, because you just don't know. You don't know when Darren's going to come back. He still has at least two games that he has to miss being on IR, but that doesn't mean he's going to come back immediately just because of that. But Foster's carved out a nice little role. So here's Joshua Daniels talking about Foster and the role he's he's carved out so far this season. We'll have to wait and see about the role when it, you know, if that happens, uh, when it happens. And, um, but Foster's, um, you know, Foster's really uh, kind of a traditional tight end type, you know what I mean? And um, those guys are not easy to find. Um, you know, you watch college football and there's a lot of guys that catch passes and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is great, you know. Um, there's very few people that are part of the core of the formation anymore. And uh, Foster certainly can do both. Um, you know, plays inside the formation, helps us in the running game. We asked him to pass block. I mean, he's pass protected on the game winner last week. Um, you know, we, he does that, you know, quite a bit, I'd say, you know, off and on throughout the course of the game. Um, and then he's also been productive when he's had his opportunities in the passing game. So um, a little different. You don't extend him from the formation, you know, like some other guys do. And that's okay. Um, you know, like I said, he's more of a traditional tight end role, um, but he has a lot of things he can do, and he can and he does them, he does them pretty well at a high level, and can help us win doing them. So, um, you know, when the two of them have played together, and it hasn't been that many snaps, but you know, if we could ever get to that, um, you know, there's a lot of things you can consider doing. Um, but I think we really need to get them both back healthy, and then start to, I'd say, crawl before we walk and walk before we run. Um, but, you know, we've, we've liked to have that opportunity in the past where we've had two guys that are a little bit interchangeable but not the same. Um, but we're going to need to get out there on the field and do it before we do that. All you can think of is what Darren Waller and Foster Morrow could look like out there in a Joshua Daniels offense if they're out there together, right, with all the weapons that they have on the field, uh, the roles that they could play. And, of course, you know, when he talked about we did pretty well with guys that were, you know, interchangeable, that were different, all you can think of is Gronk and Aaron Hernandez. Right, and I'm not saying that Darren Waller and Foster would be the exact same, but that's—I mean—that's—that's that's basically the mold that he's talking about right there. Final soundbite I want you to hear from head coach Josh McDaniels is about a guy that you'll actually hear a, a locker room interview of him a little bit later. We're not going to have enough time to get to the Denzel Perryman interview uh, that me and Vinny had in the locker room following uh, practice yesterday. But here are uh, Josh McDaniels' thoughts on Denzel Perryman. You notice him right away, as you mentioned, um, physical. Uh, fast, um, you know, adds an element of just, you know, he's, he's, he's got experience. He understands what he sees, uh, gets to the ball quickly, uh, big hitter, um, no doubt about it. And I think it just has a presence and a confidence to him. And I think he's a, you know, he's voted as a captain for a reason. You know, the guys respond to him, his leadership, his personality, his energy, um, you know, and he brings a, an element of toughness that you, you love in your, in the middle of your defense. So, um, yeah, Denzel, you know, to his credit, fought back from a couple of things here that's nagged him a little bit during the course of the season, but healthy now and uh, excited that he's going to be out there. 
So that's uh, Josh McDaniels just talking about Denzel Perryman. Wanted to make sure I got that in, especially since we had Luke Masterson on to start the show, and uh, he's learned a lot from Denzel uh, just because of the veteran and the you know how good Denzel really is and what he brings to the to the table. And you know, I, I know the question that I threw out there early to start the show was, you know, what are you going to be looking for on Sunday against Seattle? I'd like to see I'd like to see Denzel Perryman blitzing the quarterback more, like we saw him against Denver and him going and, and hitting Russell Wilson as many times as he did. If you could see him firing off and, and trying to get after Geno like that, uh, that would be great. You know, I think that that brings another element of that pass rush and helps out the defense in a major way. I'd love to see Patrick Graham send Denzel Perryman attacking the quarterback more times than not. I would like to see that uh, a lot more moving forward. I just think that that's a nice little wrinkle added to that Patrick Graham-led defense. 329 is the time. Again, 65 East Horizon Ridge Parkway in Henderson's where we're at. It's Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll be here until at least 5 o'clock. Coming up next, Faven K from Fox 5. Fox 5, we'll be talking all things Raiders. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings, 65 East Horizon Ridge Parkway in Henderson. And there's so many TVs here. There's nothing but sports on, no matter what it is you want to watch. Football, basketball, hockey's on, the World Cup. I mean, everything is on. And then I look to the corner. I look to the side just to poke my head over and look. And there's a TV with like a Cadillac infomercial going. It's a sign. I'm telling you, it's a sign. They're doing all this. It looks like a race. It's like it's a if, – look, if I'm driving this 2023 Escalade that they're showing off right now, I'm not racing it, right? I'm, gonna, I'm driving it at the very calm, cool, chill-type speed, and I'm going to look good in it. Not going to be flying around a racetrack. But literally, there's a sign, Danny, that Cadillacs need to be in my future because it's sitting here, and everyone knows I'm a big Cadillac guy. And you're in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. So anyway, I'm going to get back to an infomercial later. Right now, joining us on the phone lines from Fox 5 in the morning is our good friend, Faven Kay. And Faven, thanks so much for your time. We do appreciate you. And speaking of signs, you were, you were rocking the Power Red today. I got the Power Red polo on today. But you let me know when I, uh, when I asked you about it that uh, you were wearing the Power Red for a different reason. You do it every, every Friday. Yes. First, thanks for having me. You know, it's always a pleasure. But, yeah, Friday for uh, a lot of us at Fox 5 is Red Fridays. That stands for R-E-D, Remember Everyone Deployed. Um, in Bakersfield, my old meteorologist, uh, both her brothers were in the service, and so she told me that was something a lot of service families did. So it's the little things that we can do to show our appreciation, right? Yeah, no, it really is. And I, I say it, and I hate that I always say it, like on, you know, Veterans Day or Memorial Day or Fourth of July, we start thinking about the ones that, you know, are, are allowing us to do what we do on the daily, you on TV, me on the radio. But, I mean, it is. You're right. And we always need to remember all the ones that have, have you know, given the ultimate sacrifice. I, I thought that that was pretty awesome. Yeah. But, you know, come <laughs> Sunday, it's all about the silver and black. So. Right, right, <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> I get, I get the business all the time because I have the red polo, and, of course, it has the Raider Nation Radio 920 uh, logo on it. Everyone's like, wait, you can't have a, a red Raider polo. And I was like, no, you really can. It's power red just like, uh, like Tiger used to have when he'd go down the, the fairway. Yeah. Like that, on Sunday, he had to have that power red polo. 
<laughs> yeah, I think I, I didn't learn until this season that wearing bread was a big no-no. And I'm like, wait, wait, you got to make the one exception on Friday for me, please. Just please. Exactly. No, your, your reason is fantastic. And so I thought that that was really cool and something that we all should remember and, uh, and really think about, uh, like I said, more often. Again, Faven K is our guest here on Red Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. So the season hasn't gone the way that I expected it, you expected it, any of Raider Nation expected it to, but they did pick up a win over the Broncos on Sunday, and they swept them. And that's the AFC West uh, opponent, of course, division rival. Uh, how nice was it to see a win over the Broncos? Oh, I mean, it was fantastic. You know, it. Um, I, I think for me, even more so than the actual win, it was just seeing the that momentum in the locker room afterwards mm-hmm. and the camaraderie. Um, it's been a long time since I feel like I've seen that with the guys. So hopefully, you know, this just they just keep that going this Sunday, that energy, that passion. seems like everyone is on the same page, and that was really my favorite moment was the celebration after. Yeah, it really was, and I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, there was questions about the locker room. Are the guys together? Are they following Derek? Is Derek doing – I mean, all this, but when you hear him, them chanting his name, D.C., 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 and them celebrating like that, I think that, you know, they say a picture can say a thousand words. I felt like that video was able to give a thousand words and let us know exactly where they are together. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, do we wish it would have happened earlier in the season? Of course, but right. I guess better late than never, right? Yeah, exactly right. Again, Favin K is our guest here on Red Niche Radio 920. How about Max Crosby and the game that he had on Sunday? And then not only just the game, but how about the whole season that Max has had? I love Max. His energy is just unmatched. Um, I feel like he comes in and gives a 1,000%. Just a great guy off and off, on and off the field. He's a new dad, so seeing you know him, his photos on social media with his baby girl, that's always sweet. So um, he's having a great year. I'm, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, and it just kind of feels like I was talking earlier in the show about, you know, what a, a Raider is. Max Crosby, to me, seems like a guy who is who is a Raider and, and was meant to yes. always be a Raider. <laughs> Absolutely. Truly authentic, and he understands how passionate the fans are. So um, I feel like he takes everything to heart, you know. Um, some guys, I feel, you know, leave it on the field, and I think he's one that actually takes it home with him, and it has that hunger at practice every time. Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. He he tweeted out that, Raider Nation, you deserve better after that loss to the Colts, and I, th- I thought that that meant a lot. I mean, it doesn't help mm-hmm. with the win or the loss, but, I mean, it just kind of lets you know that he cares what the fan base feels like. Absolutely. I, I don't think there's a fan that has ever, you know, blamed a single loss on Crosby this season, so or right. any season for that matter. So um, no one is questioning his heart and, and his hustle for sure. No doubt. Faven K is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920 NSA Roughness. Of course, you can catch her every single weekday morning on Fox 5 in the morning. Does a fantastic job. And how about Josh Thank Jacobs? You. I know he, he came up on the, on the injury report today. He's a little limited with a calf injury, but what about Josh Jacobs and what he's been able to do this season? I mean, he just had a spectacular season and, you know, has certainly carried the team on his back several times. Um, and, you know, he doesn't always get the credit he deserves. So, And I don't really think that he seeks it either. He, um, he just goes out there and, and wants to play and wants to do his thing and contribute. But, um, you know, we're all seeing it. Last season wasn't the best for him, so it's nice to see him shine. Hopefully this means, you know, pay the man yeah. come the off season, uh, get him a new contract because he's certainly doing a lot more than he's getting paid for. 
Yeah, and, you know, it's something about doing it on the field, but it's also kind of going back to Max. You know, it's like being that leader in the locker room as well, and I feel like Josh is is way more than just a running back. You know what I mean? I just feel like he's a he's a big-time piece of this Raiders organization. Absolutely. He's just quiet, you know, and a lot of times when you're not, you know, boisterous and vocal and really out there, you know, doing a lot of that, he's not heavy on social media at all. Um you know, those things maybe don't get as much praise as they deserve. But, I mean, if you're at the games like I am and right. in the stands, the fans are certainly screaming his name. And, like I said, uh, wasn't the game against the Buccaneers? Um, uh, no, 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 not the, the, the Texans. Oh, yeah, um, yep. That, you know, that's all you heard is pay the man. So, <laughs> and he proved it again. Um, so, hopefully – you know, we just keep that going. I wish him well. Hope that cap gets better by Sunday. Yeah, they're going to need him. They're going to need him in a major way. Seattle's a tough place to play, and that's a tough team that they're going to play. What is your gut feeling? How, how are you feeling going into this weekend and, and this game on Sunday? I don't know. You know, I'm always hopeful. I'm always positive. Um, you know, don't like the fact that, you know, I mean, the Seahawks have only lost one home game. They're really good at home, and, mm-hmm. and that's where they shine. That stadium is super loud. So, um Hopefully the guys can just drown out the noise and get that dub. But, you know, I also wonder this late in the season, I mean, you know, how hard are they willing to or, – or what, what torment are they willing to put themselves through this late in the season because what does it actually mean, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. Um, so, and, and if they're anything like me after Thanksgiving, they're having a hard time moving right now. So hopefully <laughs> they can shake it off by Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, I think all of us uh, were struggling to move a little bit today uh, after after the Thanksgiving celebrations, which we're blessed to uh, have an opportunity to have Thanksgiving celebrations. So uh, I'm assuming that you did it pretty big on Thanksgiving. You know, I I, I not not really. I, I went to the buffet for the first time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I I was at the Bacchanalis. If anyone ever wants to check out the best buffet in Vegas, that's it over at Caesars. It's amazing. But I'm getting over the flu, so I still have a cough. So for me, I didn't feel comfortable being inside anyone's home. Yeah. You know, you have a house full of people, and you don't want the one girl in the corner hacking. Um, so <laughs> I, I, and I'm a pescatarian, so for me it's like I don't get to enjoy the turkey, the ham. Right. So it was, it was my first, I, ne- I never in a million years thought I'd be that person eating out on Thanksgiving. But you know what? I had something from every part of the country for Thanksgiving, and it was incredible. Hey, nothing wrong with that. And, yeah, you don't you don't want to be that one. It's like, hey, uh, who's that over there in the corner? Oh, it's just yes. Faven. She's just coughing up a lung. She's going to be fine, though. <laughs> yes, you know, like how rude. So um, I, I spared everyone, you know, all of that and just uh, had a nice little time at the buffet. Yeah, like I said. But I'm nothing. going home this weekend, so I'm okay, okay with that. I'm going home to California, so I'm going to get my mom's good cooking. And, you know, my friends have a couple plates put up for me. I think – Tomorrow morning, they'll still be okay to eat, right, when I get there. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll get that good home cooking this weekend. There you go. So I'm assuming that you're not uh, you're not big on the, the Black Friday getting out in the streets and getting out in the stores either? Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no. <laughs> no, there is there is nothing in the world that is that serious. Um, you know, and I think, I think if you have kids, right, like if you have a family – I totally understand that. If I'm a mom of three and I have to do my Christmas shop and I want to get the best deals, do you. But there's also online shopping. And yes. that involves no physical activity, with no pushing, no shoving, no parking lot, none of that. 
No, no. no. I, look, I'll tell you right now, I'm with you. There's no reason to get out there in, in any of that kind of madness The you know, right after the, the holidays because it is nothing but madness. I used to wait until, like, the day before, like, Christmas Eve. Then I'd go out and I'd just say, hey, look, there ain't much left, so there's not going to be a lot of questions on what I'm going to get. I'm just going to go out there and pick between what's left and be good to go. That's the way to do it. Exactly. You know, for some, for some families, it's tradition. That's great. I mean, you know, we were taking live shots starting, what, 5 a.m. this morning. People at Best Buy, Walmart. Yeah. I mean, the, the lines to get into the outlets out here were insane this morning. So lots of traffic. Nah, no thank you. Uh, yeah. There's nothing in the world I need that much. Not at all. <laughs> but my Not at all. Mind. Right, exactly. Like you said, I can hop online, man. I can get behind my keyboard and make it all happen. Well, let me ask you this before we wrap up. Uh, who will you be looking for or what will you be looking for in this game on Sunday as the Raiders are in Seattle? Just that same consistency. Um, you know, we know we know the guys that come through. I think D.C. had a good game. Would love to see him follow that up again. Um, Want to see him in that post-game conference, uh, news conference, smiling, not crying. So yep. let's keep that up. And just, you know, just to see that chemistry, if we can do it, you know, I just hope that last Sunday wasn't a one-off, and I, we're just hoping that we see that same energy, that consistency, that they're connecting, that they're all on the same page. That's that that's just the best we can do at this point. And yeah. obviously, a win, a right. win would be great. <laughs> well, right, it'd be it'd be the first winning streak of the season, right? I mean, they haven't won yes. two games back to back yet this season, so it'd be great to see that. How about this? And I, I know I, I said I was going to wrap up there, but how about Devontae Adams? Uh, what have you thought about him his first year in the Silver and Black? Um, well, you know, he's on my fantasy team, so I'm a big fan. <laughs> there you go. And You're winning. <laughs> he was my first pick, my pick at that. So he's awesome. I mean, he just, he shows such leadership, I think, too. And he's consistent. You know, that's one thing that we just really need are consistent players that come out every week. And it's not like, oh, we had that one great game a few weeks ago. We need it every single week. And Devontae shows that every time, so it's so nice to have him out there, positive guy, and he's funny. I, I love the little story he told him, the, you know, about him having to pull D.C. the other way because he was so excited he was going in the wrong tunnel. So, um, bringing, you know, bringing some fun to the locker room as well. So, um, let's just keep it going. Let's keep him as healthy as we can. Yeah, for sure. He's been a he's been a very big bright spot for the Raiders this season, and hopefully they're able to pick up some more W's, including this week or this weekend against uh, Seattle in Seattle. It's going to be a tough one, but it's not a game that they can't win. They just got to go out there and do it. Well, Faven, thanks so much for joining us. It's always great to catch up with you for a few minutes uh, on your travels back home. Make sure you're safe, and uh, we'll talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. You too. Go Raiders. There you go, Faven K. Fox Five in the morning. Check her out. She does her thing and. Power Red Friday. I thought that was a really good uh, little message that she passed along there. And uh, we always do need to remember the ones that are, you know, deployed and the ones that, uh, you know, p gave the ultimate sacrifice for us. And, you know, we say it, like I said, on Memorial Day and, and Veterans Day and all that, but it's really something that we should keep at the top of our mind all the time. So I thought that that was a nice little message that she had there. 347 is the time. Uh, we are at Buffalo Wild Wings, 65 East Horizon Ridge Parkway in Henderson. We have Tim Booth from the AP coming up at 4 o'clock to talk all things Seattle Seahawks. But we'll hear from Denzel Perryman, the linebacker. We'll hear from him next here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Coming up at the top of the hour, Tim Booth from the AP will join us to talk all things Seattle Seahawks. 
next team up on the schedule for the silver and black so we'll get our final preview of what to expect from Sunday but I had an opportunity to get into the Raiders locker room yesterday I didn't get to go today because it happens when we're on the air here but uh, was able to go over there yesterday hustle in after uh, after they had their practice it was probably around noon they had practice got wrapped up a little bit early it was funny in the in locker room yesterday uh, J- Jermaine Illuminor and you know, Jakob Johnson were going back and forth talking about the World Cup uh, obviously, uh, Jermaine Illuminor is from England. Jakob's from uh, Germany, so they're going back and forth. And then the USA and England play today, and it ended up in a draw. That was earlier today. Matter of fact, here at Buffalo Wild Wings, they have a replay of it going on on one of the many TVs that they have here. But uh, Jermaine Illuminor <laughs> took to Twitter, and apparently in the locker room today, there was a lot of trash talk, and they were giving them a bad time since the USA and England had a draw. Uh, nobody scored at all. Uh, so Jermaine Illuminor said, uh, went into a very hostile environment this morning and knew what I was getting myself into being the only kid from England on the team. Said some things and may have got ahead of myself. So I'd like to apologize. And then in big capitals, he said, to absolutely nobody, America got luckily, lucky, and that's all England all day. So uh, there you go, Jermaine Illuminor talking a little uh, World Cup trash. And he was, he was having a good time in the locker room. And uh, Josh McDaniels actually started talking about today when he opened up his presser uh, this morning was talking about the World Cup, and he said we we're pulling for USA. And he said Jermaine's, Jermaine's a, a man on the island by himself, uh, you know, pulling for for England. So I thought that was kind of cool that they're embracing the World Cup in in, in the inside the Raiders locker room. But also inside the Raiders locker room, Vinny Bonsignor and myself yesterday had an opportunity to catch up with linebacker Denzel Perryman. Really good. Uh, couple minutes here and uh, love the very end of this uh, when he starts talking about some trials and tribulations that he went through or is going through uh, or went through on, on Thanksgiving as well. Here's, here's Denzel Perriman. It's a, it's a weird week, you know, because I'm sure family's in town, there's plans, and how do you kind of manage that so that you're right to go on something? Uh, man, uh, just been in the sports part of it uh, since college, had to adjust to it, uh, so being away from the family, uh, you know, I'm kind of used to it, you know, part for some of these guys, and maybe something new to them, but uh, man, today's just a work day, and I would get to go home like that family, which is a good thing. Uh, it's one day, but uh, it's a lot to be thankful about, and, you know, Sunday is Sunday. Are you surprised about where the Seahawks were, are, are right now? I think if you go back to the spring, they traded Russell over and was thinking, oh, that's a rebuild. And... No disrespect, but I'm, I'm worried about us in this yeah. locker room and what we got going on over here. Uh, the Seahawks are a good team, and, you know, looking forward to playing them on Sunday. What's the key to stopping the Seahawks? Um, you know, obviously, Geno's playing great. Yeah. Uh, they've got a strong running game. Oh, yeah. What's the key there? Uh, you got to make it one-dimensional, man. A team that, you know, that's running the ball and throwing the ball, man, you got to find a way to make it one-dimensional. Whether that's, you know, shut down the run, shut down the passing game, like, we got to do something. So I uh, say so just making it one-dimensional, man, and you know, just winning out one-on-ones. You guys won a game last week, and there's a lot of good feelings about that. Is that something that you can kind of build on, do you think? I mean, yeah, you want to build off the momentum, but that was last week, and, you know, the, the goal is to be one and every week, so. Do you feel, uh, you know, you feel like some adjustments that were made in the in the second half last week kind of helped you guys come flying around in the second half? Uh, I mean, you're going to make adjustments, you know, first half, second half, I mean, it don't matter. Uh, but uh, I think just, you know, us finishing and uh, just playing together, you know, just doing what we need to do, just doing our jobs, uh, that led to that win last week. I know today's just another work day, like you mentioned, but just, I mean, it's Thanksgiving and, and being able to get out here, it's, it's obviously football weather now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it just it's something feels different about Thanksgiving and football. Uh, yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie. Thanksgiving is different for me in general, man. Personally, it's different for me. But, uh, yeah, man, like you said, man, no, 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 no place you'd rather be than, you know, in a building with a group of guys, you know, that's all have the same goal. You know, we all live from our families, man, and you know, it's all welcome to the arms. Like I said, you know, we got a lot to be thankful for. You mentioned it's different for you. Why is it different? Why is it different for you? Yeah. Uh, I don't say this story a lot. Um, 
But it's kind of emotional for me, man. I lost my grandfather, like, in high school on Thanksgiving. So, like, every Thanksgiving, it is yeah. not the same for me. Right, right, so, right. You got those great memories. Of, exactly. Yeah, so, uh, but like you said, man, it's a lot to be thankful for. Like I said, I'm thankful. You know, I'm in the locker room. You know, these great guys. Mm-hmm. And I had a moment earlier, you know, but yeah, they, yeah, they, they got me out of that. So. No, hey, that's how it's supposed to be, exactly. right? right? You go out there about. playing for them on Sunday. That's what family about, man. Absolutely. Thank there goes Denzel Perryman, and you hear him mention that he lost his grandfather on Thanksgiving. So, you know, a little bit emotional. I'm sure that every time Thanksgiving pops up, and, of course, everyone's celebrating it, he's immediately going to think of, uh, you know, his grandfather. And so uh, that's okay. That's okay to, you know, have an emotional moment. And like he said, he said, I was, you know, kind of going through it earlier, and my teammates picked me up, and that's awesome. That's also a sign of seeing that, you know, the team is there for him, right? And that's also a sign of, like I said, everyone's together, you know, something that, has been questioned when it comes to this Raiders team. Are, is everyone together? Are they on the same page? Well, they all rallied around their around their guy, around the, one of their captains in Denzel Perryman when they knew that he was going through it, you know, just thinking about uh, the memories of his grandfather. And so, you know, sometimes uh, the team is bigger than the team on the field. A lot of times it's, you know, the camaraderie with the guys in the locker room and, and helping each other through whatever they may be going through. So I really thought that that was a good sign when you hear him say that my teammates – had me on that. 3.58 is the time. 65 East Horizon Ridge Parkway. Buffalo Wild Wings is the location. It's where we're at. There's uh, the Topo Chico girls are walking around, handing out samples. We've got some more tickets here. You want to go to the card show. Uh, it happened earlier today. Also, it's going on tomorrow. Plus, we have some UNLV tickets as well. You want to go to, uh, we've had, we've got the game tomorrow. Uh, against Nevada for the for the Fremont Cannon. Are they going to be able to paint it uh, red again, or is it going to be uh, stay blue? We'll, uh, we'll talk about that more, and we'll give out these tickets here at Buffalo Wild Wings with Red Nation Radio 920.